0: Hey yo, my! what's poppin' baby? Welcome back to another episode of Remixed. Once again, it's just you and me here today. We're gonna get a little intimate because today's another mini-sode. Uh, again, that's when uh, I want to give you guys something to chew on while I'm working on something else in the background, something that I'm trying to get, you know, a better guest for, or it's a topic that I think is serious, like Women's History Month, Black History Month, that type of stuff. Um, but yeah, I got a lot of episodes on the back burner right now, trying to You know, do as much research as I can, get as much stuff done as I can for it, and get the people in here that'll make it a better episode all around. So I hope you guys like that. I hope you appreciate it. I'm trying to put in this work for you guys uh, so that this can be your in-the-car listening podcast so you don't feel like it's a waste of your time. I don't want to waste your time. I don't want to waste my time. So I want to make stuff that we're both happy with. So today we're going to get into the Grammys, uh, the controversy surrounding them, because, well, in the last couple of years, there's been quite a bit. Um, so we're gonna kind of go over that. We're gonna go over some of the some other controversial things that have happened in the Grammys, and uh, you know this year's winners. Uh, see if like you know does it make sense. You know it's so the Grammys it's a little more interesting than the episode that I did on Billboard's like the Billboard Music Award winners because Billboard I think does it right in an aspect. So like my main gripe with. Billboard is like, oh, they just care about the the like the streams, whatever. They don't really care about like what people consider to be legitimately relevant. But to their, you know, to their compliment, they care about what, you know, kind of earns its place in popularity in music itself. Whereas with Grammys, it's kind of a lot like the Oscars where it's not chosen by the people. You know, obviously there's like people's choice But other than that, it's a committee of people that just kind of decide what wins, like what fits into their category the best. So with that comes a lot of scrutiny, you know, it's like, it's like the Oscars, you know, everyone was mad that Leonardo DiCaprio didn't win his Oscar however many times people are mad about, you know, other musical artists not winning Grammys for a really long time. Um, You know, like, for an example, this year, Nas finally won uh, a Grammy, and... Nas has been in the game like he's one of the OGs when it comes to like the rap game as a whole and you know some rappers kind of poked fun at him on Instagram and things like that where they were just kind of like yeah they finally gave uh <laughs> they finally gave Nas a here fine just take it Grammy like you know like we get it you're you're here like just go um And that's kind of how I feel about uh, how I feel about it sometimes in Grammys and Oscars, things like that, where it's just kind of like, well, yeah, they've been around for so long, like in the limelight to an extent, they they, like they it's not that they don't deserve it because they deserve it. But at the same time, was that the performance that they should have won the Grammy on, you know, uh, and I'm going to kind of pull metaphors from like the Oscars with Leonardo DiCaprio, you know, DiCaprio didn't win multiple times when he was nominated for his Oscars because the people he went up against had like the performance of their lifetime. And while like he had an amazing performance, it like when someone has the performance of their lifetime and he just keeps competing at that level, he kind of has to surpass himself in order to finally win that Oscar, um, like some, or just at the very least someone else that year has to just not compete at that level with him, uh. And, you know, my my one roommate gave me a whole presentation about Leonardo DiCaprio and his Oscar, which is why I probably know more about it than I should. Uh, (laughs) But anyone that goes to Ball State knows COM210. You have to make a lot of speeches that you don't necessarily care about or that you wouldn't have to do that research about anyway. But so that was what his was. But anyway, back on topic, back on track. We're going with the Grammys this year. And... the first and most notable controversy this year was probably the weekend because it was the most publicized. So the weekend declared that he was boycotting the Grammys. Um, in large part, we can assume because "Blinding Lights" was not nominated, like it wasn't, like it wasn't recognized whatsoever, despite being the objective, like hit song of the year. Um, which, to be fair, like yeah, you couldn't turn on the radio for a couple months and not hear it, or TikTok, or even ads now, uh, like there's new ads that have like come out within the last week or so, uh, like the new Xbox ad, I think it, or, yeah, I think it's the new Xbox ad, it's just, it, it plays Blinding Lights, and it's like, well, yeah, it's a it's a super significant song. You know, he played it at the Super Bowl. Like, you can't argue that it's not the biggest song of the year. So for me to see that it wasn't nominated, yeah, that's that's kind of bogus. And it kind of opens the conversation as to, well, why wasn't it? And, you know, you can believe what the Grammys say, where, like, it didn't meet certain, like, parameters or whatever. But at the same time, it's like no one in their right mind should ever, like, discount that song for being essentially, like, not only say song of the year, but it it deserves something, like maybe record of the year, Um, which went to Billie Eilish and Phineas, for everything I wanted, which is that, I think it's a 007 song, um, very soft. Like it's it's a great song. I like it a lot. And I re-listened to it like right before coming in here, but it wasn't to near the degree of success that Blinding Lights is. And if you want to argue that Grammys aren't all about success, you'd be right. But why, why not like, why not like let that be more of a factor? considering like mass appeal right it's an award isn't it (laughs) i don't know i feel like it should be undisputed um or at the very least like it could go either way (laughs) so it doesn't quite make sense to me like let's take into account the fact that it's just it's just it's, it's opening up that controversy of are they gatekeeping people of color and i think there's a lot of evidence that they are um and like Granted, it's been said the last couple years, but this year's the year where I really bought into it. Like, yes, with the Grammys being held this year in the middle of a pandemic, that's rough. So you can't have as many people in the building and you can't, like, show everything on television, um, which they usually don't anyway. But this year, what they chose to exclude from television were predominantly dominated by the black community, like those categories. So, like, Best Rap... Um, I think best R&B was also not televised, like things like that. So like genres that are widely dominated by people of color were just omitted from the regular broadcast. And that's not fair, right? Especially when it's something like rap or, you know, R&B, which um, more so rap, because rap is, is the mainstream now. You know, it's it's what's on the radio. It's everyone has a favorite rapper except for the few people that still don't listen to rap at all which is fine there are people that don't listen to country people that don't listen to rock but it's it's just kind of insane that you would see that and like on your list of awards and just choose that one for no reason right grammys are very much old hollywood in the same way that like the oscars are and there's that era of just ignorance that kind of comes with it and I think this year they also tried to like try to disregard those claims in certain awards that they gave but I don't think it's enough right and you know Lil Wayne who I have lost a lot of respect for just for other reasons but as a as a a musician as an artist I respect the heck out of him and you know he's earned his place in like uh, among the greats in hip-hop but he and you know he was right he was right to get upset when the grammys don't like invite him whether to perform or to even be in the audience or even nominate him because i think he's he's gotten gypped quite a bit um as far as like as far as it goes to his um like he has some grammys but some of his albums they should have at the very least been nominated if not like one more um i don't know the exact number of grammys he has because if we went down like every artist that you know has nominations or grammys themselves we'd be here all day just with numbers and i'm trying to keep this relatively short but try to give you guys an idea of why people see this you know discrimination in the grammys and you know, the fact that like it is there and their, their reasoning for suspicion is completely valid, you know? So, like I already mentioned before, we're going to kind of go, like, I already mentioned before, Record of the Year went to Everything I Wanted uh, by Phineas and Billy Eilish. Um, again, great song. I'm not super upset with that except for the fact that I know Blinding Lights was ignored, if that makes sense. So now we're going to kind of go down some more lists of songs. We're going to, like, I'm going to kind of talk about uh, songs or albums or whatever one and just kind of give my take on that and, you know, see if we can discuss how it might be a controversial um, winner or take or whatever. Um, You know, obviously, like, they had um, Cardi B and Megan Thee Stallion um, perform live, which. You know, Cardi B is already a controversial character, and I say character because I don't think that she's. You know, it's obviously a persona. Um, I don't think she's exactly the way that she acts all the time. You know, Um, I think that's true for most artists and musicians themselves. You know, I don't think, I don't know, even the weekend or insert artists here like I don't think they're the same off stage as they are on stage I think that's very rare for artists to be but with Cardi B you know she's controversial for so many reasons Um, some good some bad in my opinion and we already know how I feel about her and I don't know if that was like their attempt like if that was maybe an attempt to try to show that like the Grammys weren't I don't know racist or ignorant I don't know but it didn't it didn't I don't, I don't think it really made anyone feel any better, except for maybe Megan and Cardi. Um, and Megan's found herself in a little bit of controversy recently with uh, Kodak Black kind of accusing her of being like kind of a thief of like his slang and things that he said, and like finding more popularity with it than he did. Um, I'm not really gonna speak to that, because today we're talking about the Grammys, but it's just like, again, I'm talking about Grammys and their controversy, and there's controversy surrounding these people. So next we see album of the year going to Folklore by Taylor Swift. I don't necessarily think that should have won, but I get it. You know, it's Taylor Swift fans are crazy. So if even one Taylor Swift fan made it to the committee, you know, it just kind of, it just kind of opens it up. And I, I don't know. And, and again, I don't think it's necessarily undeserving, but at the same time, you know, it's it's not an album that like I ever heard. Without like going out of my way to listen to it, if that makes sense. Um, so the next, uh, the next award went to Song of the Year. Now, here's here's where it gets tricky, because they, the winner of Song of the Year was "I Can't Breathe" by her. Um, her's real name is uh, Gabriela Sarmiento Wilson. Um, I hope I'm pronouncing that right. I apologize if I'm not, but. She's She herself is iconic, and she's, you know, talked about why she kind of adopted this persona of someone that's kind of a mystery, right? Because she wants it to be about the music. She wants it to be about her message. And I think that kind of shines through with the song I Can't Breathe. Now, it won Song of the Year, but... And again, and this is obviously a protest song, and we've talked about protest songs on the show before and how much like I love them, how important I think they are. So to see one win a Grammy makes me happy. However, you have to wonder like what what constitutes Song of the Year for them. Because, again, that's a song that I hadn't really heard much of. But then I think it was Circles by Post Malone was also nominated, and I heard that song everywhere. And I'm not saying that 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 this song isn't deserving of Song of the Year. I think it's a very powerful song. I think it's an awesome song. I think if you haven't listened to "I Can't Breathe," um, or her in general, I think you should go give a, give her a listen. Give her give her her a listen. I don't I don't know. I'm not trying to make fun of her the, the name there, but you know, it's 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 again, it's an awesome, it's amazing song. But this is where it's it gets tricky. Because Post Malone definitely sold more with Circles. And it was definitely a more popular song. So why does that make sense for a song that, you know, granted amazing social message. And if this is, again, the Grammys, maybe they're attempting to prove that they're not prejudice. But at the same time, are they overcorrecting by picking a song that... You know, may not have been as popular, but it makes them look better, right? Are they overcorrecting in that way? And I think that's obviously, I can't answer that question. I'm not trying to stir anything up with that, but I think it is good to think about, you know, when these companies, uh, like when corporations or um, these quote unquote academies, right, when they try to act like people, right, they try to overcorrect things like that. Um, you know, like during, for an example, during Pride Month, so many companies change their logo to the rainbow flag and then as soon as pride month's over they change it back right they're not doing that because they actually care they're doing it because they want your business right corporations are not people you know they're they're as much as they try to humanize themselves or like Wendy's on social media you know acts like a just a snarky person you know, they're trying to get your attention. The, the end goal is still the same, and the end goal is still to get your money. The end goal is still to get your support. The end goal is still for the Grammys to get you to tune in, to get you to support it, because otherwise there's no point for them. So is putting I Can't Breathe a song of the year their new rainbow flag? I don't know. It's something to think about. Again, it's an amazing song, and I don't think that it's undeserving of song of the year if anything i think it should have been played more i think it should have been out there more i think more people should know the lyrics by heart like they know circles but that's not the case mini rant over uh next would be the next big one being best new artist this one never makes sense to me because i always feel like they don't pick someone that I feel like is new right so this year best new artist is Megan Thee Stallion I've talked on this podcast multiple times how much I love Megan Thee Stallion I think she's a better version of what Cardi B is trying to be that's my opinion again they're both strong female voices um, but to me Megan Thee Stallion is better but I don't see Megan Thee Stallion as new right I like I've known about her for a couple years now I've been listening, like, she's been relatively popular for, like, at least two, three years maybe, so why is that new, and again, I don't know, I'm not behind it, I can see, I tried to look it up earlier, and I didn't really get a concrete answer, but, yeah, so what qualifies a new as a new artist for the Grammys, you know? Let's see what the internet has to say about that. So, an artist must have a minimum of five singles slash tracks or a complete album to be eligible for Best New Artist. An artist hoping to be considered can also have a maximum of 30 singles, tracks, or three complete albums. So, it's not necessarily, and that's what kind of annoys me, is it's not about new as in new to the scene, Right? it's new as in do you have like do you have music out there and with Megan the stallion again she's been out for three years but you know she only has she doesn't she doesn't have three albums yet so i guess that's their logic i don't know i don't necessarily agree with that but i agree with it like within those parameters i agree that she should have won i just don't necessarily agree with how they pick those people right I want, like, I want a breakout artist. I want someone that's, like, new-new, right? I want someone that, like, just hit it this year, like, you know, Jack Harlow. You know, he wasn't big until this year. Like, no one really knew who he was. Like, there might have been some people that knew him when he was in the underground. But in reality, no one really knew who he was until What's Poppin' hit. And don't lie to me and say you did. Um, but anyway, mini again, another mini rant over um best pop solo performance going to harry styles that felt obvious i don't feel like i need to talk about that one too much i think that was deserving um even my mom loves that song so and loves watching him perform it whenever he does it on you know a a talk show like the equivalent of ellen i don't know if he did it on ellen for some reason that feels right (laughs) um but yeah and then best pop duo slash group performance going to Lady Gaga and Ariana Grande for their song Rain On Me. Um, two powerful woman icons on the stage. Yeah, you can't, like, you know, and, and as much as people want to drag Lady Gaga or have in the past, and, like, joked about her, um, and, you know, sometimes as, like, just a poke fun at, you know, what she did to get attention, Back in the day, with like the meat dress, or even people just being flat out rude about her physical appearance, she is an icon, and you can't act like she's not. And her voice is awesome and iconic in and of itself. Um, and then with Ariana Grande, I don't feel like I have to explain why she's iconic or why she's a queen. So but getting them both on the stage together, it's it's bound to it's bound to give you something. Um, best pop vocal album, uh, going to view Dua Lipa. Um, yeah, I, I, I listened to it after, like, after finding out in preparation for this, and I think it's a good album. Um, who, I'm sorry, I'm kind of losing my mind right now trying to figure out, um, which song that I like the best off of it, but, uh. Yeah, anyway, um, but yeah, I I think if you listen to it, like, front to back, it's, it's honestly, it's a very good album, and apparently she, like, I don't know, she had controversy, which is actually what I was looking for, because someone sent me something, um, so she was, I guess, accused of favoring Albanian expansionism, um, Which she like cause she like tweeted a map of Albania, like with the borders not where people thought it should be. Something like that. I don't know. This has really nothing to do with their music, but again, controversy surrounding the Grammys. We're gonna find it. Um and so then I kind of get to look around at the other categories. I'm not gonna focus on any one like group because again I'm trying to keep this short. I'm trying to just keep like the big ones, you know. So you've got uh best traditional pop vocal album i don't really understand again some of these categories almost feel too niche um like what's a traditional pop vocal album versus a pop vocal album right what 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 makes the difference but i think you know it 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 is kind of what it sounds like it's more traditional it's more 70s idea of like pop music um and that was American Standard by James Taylor. Not a bad, not a bad album at all. Also listened straight through to that one. I had a good time. Um you know, if you're into that, go for it. Um there's plenty of others, but I'm tr- again, I'm really trying to keep this short, so mostly I'm just kind of skimming through to, you know, um you know, give give as much chance to the ones that I think are like the biggest idea, like the you know, the biggest uh, hits. Um, so like Beyonce, uh, she was the big winner of the night. Um, she won best RB performance for Black Parade. Um, not Welcome to the Black Parade by My Chemical Romance, as I immediately thought when I saw it. I didn't know if she like covered the music, but no, it's its own thing, uh, obviously, and it's very well done. Uh, Beyonce deserves all the hype she gets, um, and that's one that like I'll never really question. So next we have Best Metal Performance going to Bumrush um, by Body Count. Uh, In This Moment was actually nominated for that. So uh, that's one of those where there was also controversy about, around that for, um, like, they kind of, so a lot of people felt like they snubbed a female artist um, out of the spot. So, that's, again, we're talking about controversy. That's definitely controversial. Um, Whereas, again, I I talked about, I think on the last episode, how I wasn't a big fan of In This Moment. So, I'm not the best to judge that. Um, Best rock album going to The New Abnormal by The Strokes. The Strokes deserving of some kind of recognition after being out there for a while. Um, I think they should be a lot more popular than they are. Um, Best alternative music album. This one threw me. Fetch the Bolt Cutters by Fiona Apple. Another group um that i always thought was a lot more i don't know like underground but apparently they have some kind of appeal uh in mass but yeah so then we're kind of going to go down to best r&b album bigger love by john legend fantastic album seriously go listen to it john legend is incredible and that's that's just objective fact. I'm um, sorry if this one kind of feels scatterbrained. Um, at the same time as like recording this and like going through this list, I'm also trying to figure out what I'm doing for my next episode. And maybe that's not fair to you, and I apologize. So let's just get through this, um, and I'll get you guys on your merry way so you can go listen to another episode of Remixed or another podcast or maybe these albums that I'm <laughs> recommending. Um, Best Rap Performance, going for Savage um, by Megan Thee Stallion featuring Beyonce, of course. Uh, of course. Like, have you seen them? I don't even have to talk about it. Like I don't feel like I do. Um best rap song going to Savage as well. You know, Megan Thee Stallion and Beyonce just kind of killing it all over. Um I think Beyonce again, she she was the big winner of the night. I think she pulled m- the most um al- most Grammys out that night. Um and good for her. She deserves it. Um let's see, I guess Justin Bieber won for best country duo slash group performance with 10,000 hours by Dan, Dan and Shay and Justin Bieber. Um, which I think Justin Bieber fans, like, I don't really know how they feel it's just cause like, like I'm sure they're stoked that Justin Bieber won a Grammy, but he won it for country, which is, I don't know that. I don't know why that feels so weird to me, but it just, it feels really weird. Um, I thought all of the jazz winners were super deserving. Um, Again, I'm trying to keep this short, so um, just trying to help out a little bit. So if you guys, like, you can go and look up winners. So all the jazz winners, I thought they were all very deserving. I listened to most of them. Um, But then there's, uh, what was it? Was it Best best Contemporary Christian Album, Kanye West, One for Jesus is King? Um, I've kind of talked about that before about like Kanye West's uh, attempt at Christian music. And again, by numbers, he would have this Grammy ten times over because you know his name would obviously sell more than most, if not all, well-known country artists or not country Christian artists. I don't know why I said it like that. Um, I think like if NF counted, we'd see a lot more like pushback, but Um, NF's in kind of a weird place and I like I I enjoy NF to an extent because he's just obviously a derivative of Eminem Um, like obviously he was a big fan Um, and NF if you don't know he's a rapper and he's another another white boy rapper Uh, he's he's very talented but he also only has one flow which is where he kind of loses me a lot of his songs sound the same and you know it's a good one song to have but most of them sound the same they're very heartfelt and emotional song so if you especially if you're a christian i recommend you listen to them but even if not they're not bad you've probably heard one or two on the radio um but yeah so kanye i think in winning that he became tied with jay-z for a number of grammys one total and uh i can't remember if that's the the most of a rapper or if eminem holds that title um Because I remember I saw an article about that where, like, Kanye now has the same number of Grammys as Jay-Z. Which, overall, I I think, you know, they're both gods of production, right? Like, Kanye is awesome at production. That's something that I will always give him credit for. I may not always like his music. I may not always like his rapping or whatever he's talking about. But his production is always spot on. And that's something that I can't fault him for. I can fault him for a lot of other things that really don't have to do with his music, so I'll get off it. But there's my little soapbox. Um, the all most of the Latin uh, albums and awards again also made sense to me. Uh, again, bluegrass, contemporary, traditional, folk, all of those. Um, I listened to them, but I didn't get a chance before this episode to listen to the other ones that were nominated. Uh, or at least all of them, most of them, I enjoyed quite, quite, quite a bit, Uh, and I think you will too uh, if you're into uh, the folk, the country, those things like that. Best reggae album, though, um, Gotta Be Tough by Toots and the Maytals. Um, Very good, very good album. Um, If you like reggae, I've been getting into more and more reggae ever since uh, Dr. Tate came on. And talked to us about uh, Black History Month, and we talked about reggae for a quick little stint in there, um, and it's it's a genre that I'm falling back in love with, and I think if you've never given it a shot, you definitely should. It's um, it's very powerful music, uh, especially if you go back to the days of Bob Marley, where you know he's he's all about the power of music in and of itself, which is something that I think we can take with us. Uh, in kind of, like, the aftermath of this episode, um, you know, regardless of whether you agree with the Grammys or not, the music that you like is the music that you like, you know, there's things that will speak for themselves in the music world, like, you know, chart toppers selling, selling out, uh, concert venues, or just selling out in general, <coughs> Weezer, um, <laughs> I'm sorry, I like to, I like to kind of make fun of Weezer a lot, because um, they're sellouts and they admit it, but, we can even talk about selling out on another episode and kind of what that ha- what that means, but you know I think it's important to take away the fact that the Grammys themselves, in and of themselves, are controversial in the way that not everyone's going to agree with who wins, right? So in that there's that bit of controversy, but they add it to it when they do things that seem deliberately ignorant, you know, um, like I said at the beginning, like not airing awards that are going to be dominated by the black community or people of color kind of like you kind of can't ignore that and you could be like oh they were saving time but why not cut you know the awards that people don't tune in for like the bluegrass or you know so like And, and again i love bluegrass and i don't even know if that was you know tuned into or if that was put on the air but what i like you get what i'm saying And I think it's obvious that they, like, are trying, albeit possibly too hard, to try to make it seem like they're not that way, right? We've all seen, like, what happens when, like, a middle-aged or older man gets accused of being racist, right? They immediately fall into the, oh, I can't be racist. Look at all the black friends I have, et cetera, et cetera. That doesn't, you know, it, it doesn't make up for anything that you might have said or how you made people feel. You know, apologize for how it came across and show us through your actions as as dr tate has said on this podcast if someone shows you who they are believe them and i think that that should be taken into account with the grammys and you know who they've who they've nominated who they've let win who they've invited just to be in the audience as performers themselves and just kind of how they've reacted um you know like r- inviting chris brown back to perform after he got like arrested right before the grammys three years prior because he beat rihanna right you know that's it kind of feels like a step backwards you know um and then they you know, they gave him a win you know and, and that's not really something we have time to get into because i'm trying to wind it down but i'm showing you you know like you would take chris brown in that situation he showed us who he was in that moment. So why can't we, like, you know, so so believe him, you know? And, you know, he's apologized, yada, yada, you know. There still has to be punishment, and then there can be grace, you know? The, like, you have to kind of take it on the chin when someone's like, hey, that wasn't okay. You know, whatever the, whatever taking it on the chin means in that scenario, whether it's, you know, people boycott your music or boycott your award show like the Grammys. Um, you know, and the weekend wasn't the only artist to do it, he was just the one that probably was the most publicized for doing it. So I think again it's important to take into account what's going on. Why are people boycotting it? Is there validity to these claims? And I think that there is. I think that at the very least it's something worth discussing and worth, you know, a response from the Grammys about. Like, you know, they should come out and talk about it. They should be transparent about it if it's if it's supposed to be this award show that we're all supposed to care about why should we care about something if it's proven on in multiple instances that it's prejudice in some way or at the very least ignorant you know open up that conversation that's all i'm going to say thank you guys for listening i hope you enjoyed this mini again we're working on a lot of different episodes right now but I hope this entertains you enough and tides you over until then, and I'll see you guys on the next episode of Remixed.